And now, beautiful people going fast on fire. Welcome to the True Fiction Podcast, Kino Club Edition. Hey there, welcome to True Fiction's Kino Club, where we indulge in movies and dish out some seriously cool insights. We're here to help you navigate the vast cinematic universe, giving you the lowdown on which flicks are worth your time. Tonight, we'll be reviewing the 2023 American fantasy heist comedy, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. The film stars Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, Reggie Jean Page, Justice Smith, Sophia Lillis, and Hugh Grant. Rotten Tomatoes says, A charming thief and a band of unlikely adventurers undertake an epic heist to retrieve a lost relic, but things go dangerously awry when they run afoul of the wrong people. Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves brings the rich world and playful spirit of the legendary role-playing game to the big screen in a hilarious and action-packed adventure. But before we get started, Kino Club Roll Call, I'm Pat. I'm Norbert. I'm Marshall. What are our initial thoughts on this movie? I thought this movie was a whole lot of fun. I loved it from the start to finish. And I don't know if the reason is because I didn't have a lot of expectations for this, but I also had friends that told me this was a fantastic movie. I did go in with a little expectation, but I was just blown away by the fun of this movie. I thought it was just a blast. I really enjoyed this movie. I think it was fun from beginning to end. I enjoyed the characters and the kind of the bigger name actors that they got in. I didn't realize they would have such big name actors in it. I think the timing of it, it just felt very light, but at the same time, there was adventure and suspense. I don't know how much rewatchability it has, if I'll ever go back to watching this movie again, or if it's even a movie I would consider one of my favorites or anything like that. But but for the most part, I enjoyed this film. I thought it was a good, lighthearted action comedy. I liked the movie. I liked the actors in it. It was not heavy. I didn't love the movie, but I just thought it was a fun little, whatever it was, an hour and a half, two hours of popcorn fun. And so from that standpoint, I, you know, it kind of depends on what mood you're in. If you need some something kind of light and fun, this is not a bad movie to watch. The cast and crew, and I'm sure all the, the people that directed it and stuff, just really put everything into this movie. There were a lot of great tongue-in-cheek things that happened. One thing I really liked was this took place in a real place in the Forgotten Realms campaign of Dungeons and Dragons. So they talked about going to Baldur's Gate and Neverwind. And if you're a fan of Dungeons and Dragons, these places. There's also characters in this that were from the game. So I thought that was really cool. But you didn't have to be a fan of Dungeons and Dragons to enjoy this movie. And I really appreciated that. That's something interesting. I had played the game. I know lots of people that have, but I myself have not played it. I think watching the movie and it, if it does borrow from the game, it would be fun to have played the game and watch it to recognize characters and situations that you've played in. Yeah. I'm not familiar with the game myself. And so I've, I feel like I've maybe lost that component of enjoyment for this movie or maybe not enjoyment. I know. And that, that was something I was going to bring up as I remember 
there was another Dungeons and Dragons movie. Was this the sequel to it or is this a reboot? No, neither. This was just on its own. There was a three movie series, a trilogy, if you will, <laughs> that happened in 20, 2010 to 2012. This has nothing to do with that. That one had a more serious take on it, but I do remember Ray Liotta being in it. And frankly, I think Ray Liotta, who's a fantastic actor, but I never wanted to see that New York accent in a medieval time. It just didn't make any sense to me. So they lost me on some of that stuff, and that's my fault. But I think this was the right way to do it. This was so much fun, and the characters were... I loved them. I loved all these characters. They were really fantastic. Even the Hugh Grant character. Hugh Grant, by the way, he killed it in this movie. I thought his character was just so much fun. It was hilarious. Matter of fact, he probably was my the most fun character of the bunch in terms of the role, the way he played it up. Interesting enough, you was saying about callbacks. There was, I remember as a kid, there was a CBS cartoon called Dungeons and Dragons. And in the Coliseum scene, there was those characters from that 80s cartoon. And I thought that was fun because I think Paramount owns that, which owns CBS now. So they own the rights, those characters, but they, they snuck in that little Easter egg, which I thought was fun. I, I thought that was a blast. And there was a character in that, but you didn't seem very long. I can't remember his name. He was a dwarf. And it was actually Tom Morello. So Tom Morello played this dwarf character in the movie. He was actually one of the guys that gets eaten by that Black Panther kind of weird animal down there at the, at the what'd you call it, Norbert? Coliseum. It's called a Coliseum. Yeah. Coliseum, yeah. I would call it a Coliseum as well. <laughs> I know the scene you're talking about. But I didn't recognize him. Good luck if you could. I would have been really surprised. And another great cameo was Bradley Cooper, which I thought that was fantastic. That was, I Did really that liked his left character. Field, yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> and another one that I know Marshall knows, but I don't think a lot of people know it, but there's a comedy group from Australia called Auntie Donna. And they actually played the, the people in the cemetery. So there's a f hilarious scene in the cemetery. And okay, these guys yes. played those, those people in the cemetery. That's funny. Now I'll have to go back and watch that, knowing that that's them. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that I was thinking about when watching this movie, I wonder if the whole mirror transport thing is a part of the game. Because they really worked that. And I thought it was interesting how they was able to make sustain the suspense with the mirror situation. I'm going to say yes, because they really did due diligence with this movie as, as far as trying to keep it interesting for people that played the games and also those that didn't play the game. I think that can be a tough thing sometimes. So going the route they did with the comedy action heist thing, I thought it was definitely the way to go. I would absolutely go see a second one of these. One of the things I 
I didn't care for in this movie, and this is just kind of my personal thing, is at the end, you have somebody who dies in the movie, and then they bring him back, and everything is all good. And there's a part of me that gets frustrated with, and on one hand, I understand it, on one hand, I don't, is that when you have adventure, there's no consequences. I mean, sometimes that's a little, it's a little video game issue. There's something a little unsatisfying. On the other hand, you don't want people to buy it at the end, but I found it a little, that part I didn't care for the way they just kind of, oh no, she died. Oh no, she did. She's alive again. Oh, it's all good. So that was a little thing that I was like, maybe they could have done something in between that. Maybe she comes back or maybe this character comes back, but yet there's some infirmity. She, there's, she was aged or something. So there's a consequence to her. That would have, it, it wouldn't have had to, even if they brought her back, I could accept that. But if there was a consequence with that, I would have liked it personally. I loved it. I loved the way that it worked. I think for the overall feeling of the movie, I think it would have been wrong to kill a character like that, especially that character. And I think, and by the way, <laughs> spoilers, people. Spoilers. <laughs> but uh, I you really love- We haven't said which character. There's That's multiple- true. They'll never it. guess it. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so they do some other stuff at the end. They kind of explain why that person was coming back, why he was that person was being brought back. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't through the movie, I never expected spoiler. I never expected his wife to come back. I never did. But it's probably because I've watched too many of these movies. So I wonder if I might have missed that component or if it was the way that I perceived it maybe when I was watching the movie, but so in spoilers, <laughs> turn, if you haven't seen it yet, turn <laughs> off now, but the, so were they just like, pause it, don't turn it off. Yeah, pause that's it. right. Pause, pause it. Watch it. the movie. Share it with back. a friend. It's on Paramount right it. now. So if you have Paramount plus, you can watch this movie for free, except for the cost of Paramount plus, but still <laughs> free ish, free ish. Yeah. But so were they just, yeah, we'll use it on her and not the mother anymore. Cause they kind of like, we gotta just let that go for now. No, <laughs> or, that or was, was all, there something else? That was all explained. First, the dragonfly. You, did you get the gist about the dragonfly? So this is how I knew that she was going to be spoiler. This is a big spoiler, but this is a really great part yeah. in the movie where there's a part where he's remembering his, his wife's dead, by the way, and he is kind of his fault in a way. But there's a part of it when he's remembering her and he like hates dragonflies. I don't know why. He's just, I don't know. Dragonfly killed his dad. I don't know. But anyway, he's trying to kill this dragonfly. And then his wife just opens the window and go, you just have to set it free. So that was kind of a theme in this. And then when he started remembering all the stuff that this person that we're not going to mention this girl, this woman, <laughs> what she did, he started thinking back about how important she was to Kira, his daughter's life. And so that's what made him make that decision. Okay. That yeah. makes more sense then. Yeah. yeah. I probably missed a little bit of context then from the, I think I got up and got a snack a couple times. 
Yeah. The character I felt most sorry for was Darlathan because they escaped with him out the window for Birdman. And then the other guy tried to escape with him and smashed him into a wall. Poor Jarlathan. <laughs> I think they should have had dedicated to Jarlathan after the movie, but that's just my I point. love the intro, spoilers, but where they they jump out the window and we were approving your pardon. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> I really think if you go into this with the wrong attitude, you're gonna hate it. Because this movie is just about fun. There was no serious message in this movie. It was such a turn your brain off and enjoy the fun stuff. And there's tons of fun stuff. I didn't even want to see this movie until I seen the preview of the graveyard scene. And I thought that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And then I found, oh, no, there's a bunch of really, truly funny scenes. I watched it with my nephew, and there was a part of it where they're trying to sneak by these guards, and they're using a decoy, and something goes horribly wrong with the decoy. And my nephew was... He was dying on the floor and he kept telling us, rewind. I got to see that again. Rewind that. Rewind that. (laughs) That scene is actually, I noticed that it's a meme on, like you can see it on Facebook or YouTube now. So it's, and it is super funny. I think it is anyway. (laughs) Yeah. There were a lot of scenes in this that it, you could tell they really took their time thinking about, wouldn't this be cool or wouldn't this be fun? I think about the, the chase scene with the shapeshifter. Oh, that was awesome. That, yeah, and that, that was and they, really cool. But, yep. There was just <laughs> a lot of really good one-liners. There were a lot of really cool magic used in this. It was just a lot of fun and beautiful scenery. They started out filming in Iceland, believe it or not. We all know where that was probably at. And then they filmed in Ireland. And I have a feeling where that might have been as well. So the scenery was gorgeous. It really felt like, A lot of time and effort was put into this. The characters were really well drawn out. I felt like any of the characters were shorted on uh, screen time or storyline or anything like that. I I like that. It was a well-balanced movie. Yeah, I agree. It didn't feel like it was too heavy character-wise, and every character really kind of had their moment within the movie, and it just didn't feel like too much. What you were mentioning about the funny scene in the graveyard, I remember seeing the same trailer and I thought that's probably the one funny scene of the movie and that's it. And this really surpassed my expectations where that whole scene goes on more than the trailer has to offer. And then there's also just additional funny scenes in it that were really good. One of the things that I think about when you review movies like this is what makes a movie work for you? And why does something not work? You know what I mean? It's like when you have creative people working on a project, if you've got millions of dollars behind you, more than likely have had something that's worked in the past. So what I'm interested in this for this movie, because it's a lighthearted movie with fantasy and a lot of movies like this just don't work. When you, especially when you try to do it lighthearted, it's almost easier to make it work by being serious than to pull this. This is harder, I think, to do, especially in that genre, to make it where people go, ah, that was fun. That was fun. I liked it because, like I said, more often those kind of movies just don't work. And I was wondering if, I guess one of the things Marshall said was 
balance. And it felt like there was a lot of balance in this in a way that it didn't overstay its welcome. It had some fun spots and it was visually interesting. But I was wondering if you had any ideas of why you think this works as opposed to others that you've seen that should have worked on paper, but didn't. I think it's all about tone. This tone ran through the start and to the end of it. And I think the opening part of this set the tone, what it was going to be like, what the whole movie was like. You learn so much at the very beginning about the Chris Pine character. You, you learn about him and you learn about the Michelle Rodriguez character really quick. And I think that really had helped to set up the whole movie. And then from there on, you just got more information from both characters and why they are who they are. And it was the same tone through the whole thing. I'm not saying that it didn't have ups and downs because it definitely did, but it didn't get super dark in any spot. It didn't get super scary in any spot. It doesn't drag. I didn't feel like it dragged anywhere. So I think a lot of that was due to tone. And there are movies that really tax that, that make you go, I'm going to keep going on with you, but I'm not sure if I feel it. But this movie... I was in, I was after the first 10 minutes, I was like, yeah, whatever you do, I'm enjoying it. And it's going to be fun. I don't care if it's, if you have wonky special effects right now, you've got me. I'm loving this movie. And a lot of movies can't carry the tone through. Yeah, I agree. I think the more we talk about this, I think the more I like this movie too, because what I realize about this movie also is that it didn't feel heavy or really dragged down. It kept a light heartedness about it. Pat, I think you made a really good point about how it instantly, you knew a lot about the characters in the beginning to where it was very succinct and explaining who these characters were. And I wonder if that's part of what makes it a good movie is that it doesn't really beat around the bush or take a long time to get to the character development or even the plot development. It just really felt like it coasted along, like there wasn't any fat on it, but at the same time, it still felt entertaining. But what's really impressive about this too, is that this was a fairly long move for feeling so lighthearted and, and continuing to keep that energy about it. Uh, this was a long movie. I remember getting halfway through the movie and thinking, surely it's going to start dragging in the third act here. This is where the bottom's going to fall out and I'm not going to enjoy it as much. And I think there were some scenes slower than others, but it still kept that kind of lightheartedness and easy to watch entertainment. Yeah, the movie was two hours and 15 minutes, two hours and 14 minutes. Didn't feel Which like it to me. I would have, as always, I'm going to say, I would have loved this movie even more if it was like clocked in at about 145. I'm just going to tell you, I, <laughs> once you bust two minute, two hours, unless you've got a David Lean or Peter Jackson epic going on, I'm wanting you to. Yeah, tired. this is epic, Norbert, and epic fantasy. It's usually long. It's like a rush song. You just can't, you can't make it shorter. I think we did a pretty good job of taking this movie apart and telling all the folks what we thought about it. What are our final thoughts? I'll go first. I think that is, again, it, as we've talked about it, I think that you've got a lot of characters that you can enjoy. The acting on this is really good. I just, they're fun people to watch. Chris Pine, anytime he's on screen, 
even if the movie's not really all that good, he'll be interesting to watch. And Hugh Grant was, may have stole the show on this thing. And it was, the pace was good, even though it was a little long. And again, if you're in a mood for something light and just fun, this is a movie for you. I agree. I really like this movie a lot. I have played Dungeons and Dragons. I like that. I like fantasy. I haven't read a lot of fantasy because a lot of it anymore feels recycled after you've read some of the, the greats like Tolkien and, and a lot of Robert Asprin stuff. But this really re was refreshing. This movie, nobody took anything too seriously in this movie. And I really needed something like this. I watch a lot of heavy stuff. And this was just a great palate cleanser. This was something that was, it was great just to watch and have fun and not worry about anything except for the, the action and comedy going on screen. I agree. I reflect a lot of the sentiments that you guys shared, uh, toward this film. I just really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the lightheartedness of it. It just felt fun. It didn't feel like it had any sort of like underlying message that it was trying to give to me or anything. It just felt like it was fun for the sake of being fun. When you see a movie like this, it really makes you think how much film has gotten away from just fun, just having fun with it. And I think it's interesting too, because it's not an original property, but it's not an original story or concept. So it's still leaning into that. It's not really new material, but just the tone of it was fun and made it enjoyable. And it really makes you think about other movies and stuff that are existing properties that they're putting out that just don't have that same tone or feel to it when really they should be at the core of that. So I think the more we talk about this movie, the more I like it. And I might rewatch it now <laughs> after a couple of things, just because I think I've missed some context on some of it, but really enjoyed the lightheartedness of it and all the action sequences. I, I do want to reiterate what Norbert said, and I totally agree that this, this is probably one of the harder types of movies to make, this, the kind of the comedy to keep that tone and not have it go too dark or too whimsical and light. And it looks easy, and I think that's usually a good sign of they really had to kill themselves to make something like this. There you have it, folks. Another episode of True Fiction Kino Club in the books. Thank you for joining us for another round of Movie Madness and sharing your love for cinema. Don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform. And if you haven't already, take a minute to subscribe to the True Fiction Podcast so you don't miss an episode. Looking forward to seeing you back here for next week's episode. Until then, keep your eyes and ears open for the truth in fiction. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thanks for hanging out with us on the True Fiction Podcast. If you like what you've heard, please visit us at Facebook. You can also leave us a review on iTunes or through your favorite podcast app. Until next time, stay true and stay creative. You're too late